Welcome everybody to Zephyr's Corner, and I'd like to start out how I usually do. This is just my opinion. It is not medical advice. It is not something you have to do. As in all things, it's something for you to think about, ponder on, and go from there. Well, hello everybody, and welcome. Have a seat, grab yourself a drink, put your feet up, and we're going to chat a little bit today about social media couch experts. These are people who sit back on the couch, have no real medical expert training, political, economic, no long lifetime experience. All they need to do is get out there and throw their opinion out based on a few things they've seen on the internet. We're going to talk about how dangerous that may be to sit back and listen to these people. We know that there's a lot of fear and anger and desperation out there. Each country has its own issues. We are looking at the United States right now and seeing everything that's happening in there and everything that's happening here in Canada. COVID, of course, has thrown a loop for all of us, and COVID's not going away. It's uh, A lot of people say that this is just a mild little thing and it'll be gone soon, but it won't. Trust me, as a nurse, I'm telling you that COVID's going to be around for a while. The influenza pandemic of 1918 lasted on and off till around 1921, 1920. So we haven't even hit our second spike yet. We hit little spikes as people continue to not pay attention to what they need to do to keep this outbreak down. Um, so we'll shut everything down. And then the politicians do economics, which are a whole other subject to talk about. And there's so many different sides to that. They will turn around, open everything back up again. The numbers leap back up again. Everybody says, well, there's our second spike. No, we're still in our first stage, ladies and gentlemen. It's just we're not doing well enough to keep our numbers down during the first stage. And that's where some of our issues come with people who read things online, who hear things from other people and other friends, who give out information that is not verified, that is not made, uh, is not gone through the proper research, has not been clarified as being true, and this is what causes a lot of our issues. We're going to just go back a little second. We're going to talk about the Wakefield studies. Um, these came out back in 1998 and 2002. And this study said that if you make your child do vaccinations, they will catch autism, autism or they will get autism. This was wrong in so many ways. And we'll talk about that in a second. But people even today still run around and say, well, there was a report out. It was on the internet, therefore anything on the internet is true. And if you immunize your child, they will get autism. Not true. Not even the faintest close to true. Here's what happened during the study. They looked at children that were getting the MMR vaccine. And they found that some of these children were getting irritable bowel syndrome. In other words, they were getting a lot of pain, they were throwing up, they weren't feeling well, they were very sick. And as any child at that developmental age, very young, very young, when they get sick, they regress. So they don't talk as well, they don't eat, they get angry, they act out. 
all things that are similar to the beginning aspects of autism. The writer automatically assumed that because these developmental delays were kicking in, that the MMR vaccine was giving them autism. When the irritable bowel syndrome was cleared up, which was an actual really good part of the Wakefield study, it was a very positive image from that, what happened was the children started to come back. They went out of their degression. They started talking, they started eating, they started behaving better, all these things. A second part of this was at the age of the time the MMRs were being given is usually the time where the first stages of an autism that from a totally different reason were starting to show. So all in all, no, this this study did not show that giving vaccine gives your child autism. But people got so excited over that and because they thought this person was a medical expert, which to be honest he is and so were the people with him, those reports wound up causing so much damage to people because everybody jumped up and said, if I give my child a shot, I will wind up giving him autism. And again, not true. Now let's jump ahead till now. We have people that are reading statistics for COVID out there. And every single outlet that gives you the statistics gives you the statistics in a bit different way and if you don't know how to read the statistics of the graphs and you're not expert enough in doing it or you haven't asked somebody you may read the statistics wrong president trump just did a little while ago in an interview where he was given a set of statistics that actually showed the united states is in serious trouble very much so but the way the statistics were presented, it made it look like they're actually doing pretty good compared to the rest of the world. Where actually they're, doing, they're not doing very good compared to the rest of the world at all. That was an idea, or that was, a, sorry, a, a, an aspect of where somebody is given information where it's not given to them by a proper source. It isn't somebody who is professional enough to say, this is what this actually says. There was something out a little while ago all over the net. And again, you've got to be very cautious about Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. I'll say it once, I'll say it twice, I'll say it a hundred times. I'll wear a t-shirt over it. Do your own research. Do your own investigation before you get all bouncy because one person said something on the internet. But there was a huge push to say that we do not want to wear a mask out in public because people can die from wearing masks because of oxygen deprivation, because of uh, illnesses and disease pathologies they have. And again, I'll tell you, absolutely not. Uh, doctors wear masks, uh, OR doctors, OR nurses, OR techs, they wear masks all day. Uh, dentists wear masks all day. There are many of us that wear masks all day and we have no issues at all. Though my friends may differ. <laughs> There is absolutely nothing that says we get oxygen deprivation. There was a, one of our little famous people on TV. He went out and he did this very simple task. He put on a very thick mask and he blew. He tried to blow out a candle. And you could actually see the air coming through the mask. Didn't blow out the candle, but it was making the candle flicker. So therefore you were getting enough air and oxygen in that you're doing just fine. 
the disease pathologies or illnesses that would make it very, very, very dangerous for a person to wear would make you so critically ill that you couldn't go out anyway. You would most likely be in a hospital or on high supplemental oxygen. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, there's absolutely no reason why you can't put supplemental oxygen. If you've got a 70-year-old who's on oxygen, they can still wind up putting their nose piece in, their, their nasal cannula, and put the mask on top of it. So here's an example, again, of somebody who thinks that they're medical experts, couch potatoes, who read a couple things online, get all excited, and put all this stuff out. Again, I'm not throwing blame at these people. These people are they're angry, they're afraid, they're desperate of what's happening. Their life has changed massively, and we do not like change. Humans do not like things that are different. <clears throat> we have seen that all through history, whether it be racism, whether it be attacks on spirituality, whether it be um, Christian, Christian book burnings, whether any of these things. We do not like change, and we like things just to go along. Um, I wouldn't call people sheep per se, but we like to sit in the meadow and eat our grass and not worrying about things. But when people come up and say, and then we're going to switch over to political here, when people jump in and say that this politician is very, very bad because they don't like them, and they'll throw a couple of maybe good facts out there, and they automatically turn around and vote for the other person, that's where we wind up getting very serious problems like we have in Ontario, Alberta, and of course the United States and other countries as well. Do your research. Do not let your anger decide what you want to do. If people read something about COVID and they're tired of it, and I understand that, you know, but ladies and gentlemen, this only got discovered November, December, and it only wound up hitting everybody January, February and it's only July. <laughs> we have a long time to go yet through this pandemic. And we need to figure out how we're going to continue to battle what we're having. I put this a little bit like February in Canada. If you live in Canada in February, it's buck-ass cold. <laughs> and um, the, the sun isn't coming up at great times. It's going down early. And it's, you know, in some places you live in, we could have six feet of snow really, really bad days. We could have wind chill factors of minus 50, minus 60. And that's a Celsius, ladies and gentlemen. Anybody's listening from the United States, that's damn ass cold. And as the days and the weeks go on, we get tired of it. The social media works heavily on presenting anything they can to get people riled up. And usually they'll present negativity and they'll present bad things and they'll present the things that get people excited and upset and horrified then the couch potatoes jump in whether it be oh my god this person is the worst person do not vote them in and here's the reasons why and the reasons could be all wrong um or economics this is this is an interesting one when i first thought about it i thought lives come over economy automatically 100 i'm a nurse i've been a nurse and a healthcare worker for 39 years and my first thought is, lives come before economics. But a friend of mine sat me down one day and said, but let's take old Billy Bob over there. And he can't feed his children unless he goes to work because the government's not giving out enough for 
to supplement him to survive during this. And it doesn't matter for Canada or the United States. Canada is giving out a fair amount of money. They're doing not bad, but it could be better. Another topic. The United States isn't doing that good. And people have to go back to work because they've got to feed their kids. And when we have the phases, phases one, two, three, etc., that are coming out saying it's safe to go back to work, we're noticing numbers go straight up because it's not safe to go back to work. But people have to feed their children. So the economic experts out there, the ones that are couch potatoes that aren't experts, they're just howling and screaming that, you know, there's money issues. They say everybody's got to go back to work because people have to pay their bills. And that's it. But they don't talk about how to go back to work. They don't talk about how to make it as safe as possible because, no, it's not going to be 100% safe to go back to work. It won't be. We're in a pandemic. But how do you go back to work and make it as safe as possible for you and the people you deal with? So what we see out there right now are people wearing masks and they're becoming more and more mandatory in provinces, states and cities as time goes on. We see constant hand washing and hand sanitizers. We see big plexiglass screens in between uh, cashiers and the people buying things. We're seeing all these different things. A lot of people are now wearing shields. And that is a good start. But we have the people that are couch potato experts in economics, in healthcare, that are turning around and running and saying, <clears throat> but this doesn't work. We still have people out there, ladies and gentlemen, that are howling and screaming that this flu is a hoax, that it's made by a political party. You know, let's say the United States, they'll blame the Democrats. And the flu is not really serious. And those people, surprisingly, are dying. Uh, we've seen a number of people standing up in protests over the last few months that refuse to wear a mask, that jump up and down, scream and yell that it's a hoax. And ladies and gentlemen, there is no COVID-19. It's not any, and no any worse than the basic flu. And then you see on Facebook, well, weeks later, that those people died because they died of COVID. If we still wind up having people who are couch potatoes, who are running around saying and trying to push people, giving them false medical advice, false political advice, false economic advice. And maybe false is a bad word. Maybe uninformed is a better word. Because they saw something on the internet. Because this is their belief. Because this is what their spirituality tells them. This is uh, their religious path tells them. Because this is what their cousin told them. Because this is what their politicians are telling them. This is dangerous because if that one person, let's say one out of a hundred couch potatoes, these false experts, stand up and howl and scream and yell that they have the right not to wear a mask, that they have the power to tell everybody that masks are not not, not uh, any type of useful and that COVID is not serious then that one person may tell 100 people now that one, per, uh, one person out of 100 may agree and he tells 100 people and out of those 200 people 50 of them decide not to wear a mask 
Out of those 50 people, three of them have COVID. And three of them go out shopping. And they go out wandering around. And then they go to family dinners and family outfits. Or, even worse, what we're seeing in the United States and Canada right now, and all across the world, is that people are gathering in great quantities. They'll go to the beach. And there'll be like 600 people on the beach, all crowded in together, chatting and howling. Remember, we have those small amount of people of COVID who are now passing it all over the place. We don't know enough about COVID. And one of the things that frustrates people on a regular basis, especially the couch potatoes who have no experience and, and just want to get their opinion out because they're scared, they're desperate, they have egos, they're idiots, assholes, whatever. Because this COVID-19 virus is so unique and so different, and mutates and changes and does so many weird things to the body that science continually gives us new information because as time goes on, as autopsies go on, as further studies go on, as more case studies are done, more new information is coming out. Well, the people look at this and they say, well, science doesn't even know what's happening. So obviously, you know, ta-da, 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 ta-da. Science is an ongoing process. Research is an ongoing process. This COVID-19 is kicking our butt because we're still finding out what it does. There's autopsies being done in New York that are showing horrible clotting factors that have been found in the the major organs. Um, Respiratory damage. There's a new study that just came out a little while ago, and it's, of course, still being refuted and still being looked at, that are saying neonates inside the embryos that are, you know, they're, they're not even born yet are being affected by COVID. When it first came out, everybody howled and screamed and yelled and said, well, it's just for the elderly and the young. Well, we know that's changed. That you can't catch it if you wear a mask. You can't catch it if you wash your hands all the time that it's a small projectile droplet. Well, we know that's changed. The WHO refuses to say it's airborne, and I think that's a lot of politics. The WHO has become very political, and uh, but there are a lot of studies out that are still looking towards the possibility that COVID-19 is airborne. That changes everything. We have to be very cautious when we are on social media or being social with others about these couch potato experts, these wannabe experts, these people with multiple reasons of why they're doing it. And um, again, I'm not saying that what they're doing is because they're bad people. It's just there's a lot of reasons why they're doing it. That when they start coming out with things, that we have to be very cautious when we listen to their opinion. Is everyone entitled to an opinion? Absolutely. We cannot tell people they cannot say things. That's wrong in so many ways. But if somebody is saying something that can lead to harm to others, that has been unsubstantiated, that has no research, that has no real information, it's just because old Billy heard something from Bobby, who heard something from Rudy, who said something from he heard it on the street, and this is now a fact, that's very dangerous. And people can be harmed by that. So what do you do when you are overwhelmed with all of these people spouting negativity? 
I'm really surprised there's a lot, not more people walking around the street with placards saying the world's coming to an end. We've had it almost every pandemic or world war. We've had that, but we haven't had a lot. At least I don't see him in Edmonton. <laughs> there's one guy in White Avenue. He always stands up and talks about things on a so literally a soapbox, <clears throat> but uh, not lately. First of all, if it bothers you, turn it off. As my listeners know, I go onto Facebook. I put an image of the day and a song of the day up. This is to make people happy. It's to make people think. It's to make people feel good. It's to uh, make people laugh. I also have a recipe page on Facebook, and I try and throw up recipes to make people feel good. Then I turn it off. I try not to float through Facebook because there's so much negativity and nastiness. This is the same on Instagram and Yahoo and, and Yelp or anything you could go out there. They're still out there. So, yeah, if it bothers you and you're seeing too much negativity on Facebook, turn it off. Two, realize that if you think something is too weird to be true, it probably is. And that goes back on the old adage, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. So if you see something and you read that and you're like, oh, absolutely not, there's no way that could be true, it probably isn't. And that person is just spreading negativity. Do your research. If you see something on social media where they're saying something, and let's go back to 1998-2002, where a broad statement came out that vaccines will cause your children to get autism. Then do the research like I did and find out that, no, we weren't talking about all broad range, every single vaccine. We're talking about the MMR. And we were talking about a side effect, regressing children that were in severe pain and discomfort because of irritable bowel syndrome. And that's the reason why it happened. Simple research, simple looking into things will help. There is going to be a lot of investigation into COVID-19 over the next five to eight years. We know that. There are vaccines being worked on, um, but vaccines take time. And they're not going to be too long. I would say 2021, we should be seeing vaccines coming out. But then we're going to have to fight the couch potato experts who are running around saying that to get a vaccine is a government ploy because what's coming out now is, well, if we get a vaccine, they're going to put a chip in us and they're going to always know where we are. Well, to that I would say, ladies and gentlemen, get your head out of your butt because if they wanted to know where you are, they'd already know. <laughs> between every camera in the world, between all of our computers we have turned on, between our iPhones we have turned on, everything that we have on, they know where they, we are if they want to find us. So get that out of your head. Then there's going to be you can't make us have a vaccine because people quite quickly will turn around and say on a regular basis, you can't make me do anything. And we talked a little bit about that on my last podcast, uh, wearing seatbelts in cars, helmets for children on bicycles, etc. All of these things that actually are very good for you and you should do. If you tell people they have to do it, they get upset. And uh, that's a whole other part of human psychological anatomy. Again, there are people in the United States and Canada who are being told in certain areas they have to wear a mask. This is If you go outside, you must wear a mask. If you don't, you will be fined or arrested or told to go home or whatever. 
this is precautionary. And it's precautionary for all of us because we are in a very disparate situation right now. When the vaccine comes out, I think we're going to see millions of people running for it because it's going to be something that's going to give us that aspect of safety. Will COVID be over once a vaccine comes out? No. Um, because there will be people that we cannot vaccine due to many uh, multiple health reasons. There are people that refuse to be vaccinated due to religious reasons. And there will be the people out there that just decide, well, you can't make me have a vaccine. I'm not going to take it, which means the COVID will continue on. All in all, and ending up, remember there are a lot of people that need to have their opinion out there. And you could say I do too. They need to put out information they have not researched. They need to put out information that they haven't even looked at closely because they feel the need to tell everybody what's going on. They feel the need to stab the government in the back to tell people that they have the right to do whatever they want to do, even if it may cause harm to others. And that's fine. Let them do it. But you as a person, when you are on social media and you see these couch supposed experts who have no training, no life experience, no no experience at all, that are basically sitting there and saying these things just because they say they can... And they're talking about medical, political, or economic stuff. Again, look at it closely. Do the same thing with the gift horse. Look it in the mouth. Check it out. Do your research. And then decide how you want to follow it. Do not blindly follow these non-expert couch potatoes who leap up and start screaming about, in this case, we're talking about medical experts because that may cause further harm. We have seen that in countries right now where people jump up and say, this is all false, we're going to do whatever we want, and people are dying. There is absolutely no doubt, if you look at the facts and figures and history and what you see on social media, that if you follow the advice of these medical, non-medical experts and you jump up and say, oh my God, this is what they say, and you go to the beach and you party and have fun, you may die. You may not die, but if you catch COVID, and again, there's the aspect of, but if you catch COVID, you could pass it on to your grandmother, your nephew, your friend, anybody. Research. Think about what you see. Think about what you hear. And then form your own opinion. When you form your own opinion, then that is your opinion. And it is your strength. It is your barrier. And then follow your opinion. And if your opinion has to change, again, COVID is changing on a regular basis, and if they suddenly come out with something else, then re-examine your opinion and see which direction it needs to go. Do not be a sheep. Do not listen to these couch potatoes who have no idea of what they're saying. Listen for yourself. Relax. And if you have to turn social media off for a while, turn it off for a while. Go take a walk. Go read a book. Watch your favorite movie. Dance on the street. Do whatever you need to do to keep yourself sane. 
Because right now, those people that are couch potatoes, that are not experts in medical, political, and economic areas, are just going to damage you. As always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to me. You have yourself an absolutely fantastic day because you know what? You deserve it. Please listen in next time I have a podcast. Enjoy yourself and you have a fantastic, fantastic life. Thank you.